Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Scumbags, this is the Scummy Mummies Podcast, with your hosts, Ellie Gibson and Helen Thorne. Hello and welcome to the Scummy Mummies Podcast, it's me, Helen Thorne. And it's me, Ellie Gibson. Breaking news, we have a sponsor for this podcast, don't we, Helen? Well, I'm so excited about this sponsor. Tell them all about it, Ellie Gibson. Yes, we are being sponsored by Eniloop Rechargeable Battery Packs from Panasonic. Great guys, great batteries. Yes, great batteries. And there is a competition to win some Eniloop batteries. If you go on our Instagram, we'll, we'll put it up there, basically. Yeah, they're excellent, so get involved. But anyway, more battery chat later. Mm-hmm. And I am so delighted because Clemmy Telford is back on the podcast! Hey, Clemmy Telford. Not Kemi Telford, who we have previously had on the podcast. You mm. are a different Telford. Are you related? No, I'm not. No. Well, good, good. Glad we cleared that up. Thanks for coming. Uh, good chat. We've been scummy mummies. Um, <laughs> this is Clemmy's third um, appearance on the podcast. And what is so exciting is the previous two episodes have been a huge success. No pressure. No pressure at all. You mm. talked about anxiety, Instagram. <laughs> it was all good. And this is like, this is your life. <laughs> you were born it has in 1975. Been, it has been a significant moment. Yeah. Your podcast is one of the last times I got drunk. Yeah, I remember. Oh. And we wore catsuits. <laughs> you basically like, ruined we, alcohol for we you. We put you off alcohol for life. Is that what it was? A, a little bit. <laughs> I think she is saying that, listener. <laughs> Fair enough. If only it had the same effect on us. Yeah, uh, exactly yes. right. Oh, it's it's so delightful to have you back. Because so much has changed. Like the last time you were on the podcast, you were, I think you were pregnant with yeah, your so. third child. So you still only had two kids, like me and Ellie. But you went on to have more. I did. And she's three and a half now. So it's been a while. That is, that is quite a while. And you've done all, you've, 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 you've expanded the business. You were... You were Pekka Mama at one stage. Oh, really, but, whoa, she, she physically it. flinched. Yeah. Oh, it's just the early days, isn't it? It's been a journey, as they say. It has. But you've, you know, you've gone on now. You podcast up. Mother all, of all list is still a yeah, huge thing. It is. She's still blogging. I am. Everyone tells me blogging's dead, but I'm sticking with it. Blogging? Blogging? <laughs> oh, yeah, fine. What are you in between updating your MySpace page and, you know, buying new flares? <laughs> Bootcut jeans. Yeah. That. Doing your laundry with a mangle. <laughs> take you on Antiques Roadshow. Take your blog on Antiques Roadshow, mate. But it exploded. And also, when when did the, the Adele incident happen? Two. Sorry. Is that, is that your coffee? It's, it's coffee, coffee machine. Tickling us again. Adele <laughs> posted about the football and I've got loads of new reads today. Wow. What's happened? So so one of the big things that happened to you with the Mother of All List blog was that Adele put it on her Instagram page. Yes, because her best mate Laura wrote an amazing blog post about postpartum psychosis that continues to be my most shared post. Mm. So 
Blogging is relevant, Ellie. Look, words. Who knew? Okay, so we're saying that blogging is relevant because Adele likes it. That's yeah. What, that's, <laughs> We've really that's nailed the that. definition of, well, but other of people contemporary read media. Yeah. Does Adele like it? Yeah. Is she into teletext? We don't know. Perhaps <laughs> that could make a comeback if Adele's into CFAX. I don't know. Uh, and like your parameters. Um, yes. And now you've got a new thing, Clemmie, that you're here to talk about. What's going on? I've written a book. Oh! Oh, haven't we all? <laughs> yes. <laughs> In this particular crowd, it doesn't seem particularly impressive, but... But, okay. but why have you written a book, Clemmy? But why? <laughs> My kids tried to do a joke about this, and we couldn't nail it. I don't know why I wrote a book, actually. If you'd asked me in the middle of writing it, I would have said, but why am I doing this? But I wrote a book to try and answer difficult questions from kids. That's because that is the biggest, well, well, apart from poo and vomit, is one of the biggest hurdles in parenthood. Yeah. You just feel very exposed all of a sudden. Well, I thought I was going to be really good at it, and then I got a good chunk into it and realised it was an impossible task. But, yeah. Oh. And here you are. And you've got a podcast alongside it as well called But Why. Yeah, I'm a big fan of having honest conversations about difficult subjects, which I think makes me not much fun to sit next to at a party. I always think that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. (laughs) I sat next to you at a party the other day and had a lovely time. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Some people have written, oh, not on this one, on the book that it's funny. So that's good. Oh, that's very good. What, just with the biro, funny. (laughs) This is funny. Yeah, yeah. Funny. Yeah. Mm, funny. You look surprised then, Helen. Yeah, I think I think I can be funny. I'm not as funny as you two, but I'm amusing. No one's as funny as no. us. Two. We know that. We know that. No I know my place. Yeah. No, it's brilliant. And and also, um, you know, your family has changed, and you're about to move out of London. Is that yeah. right? You're. That's a big move. Yeah. I'm wondering if I'm going to say where I'm moving. I tried to keep it secret, but I know the people on the internet already know. So. No, don't, don't, don't give it away. Let's just say, ooh la la, bon chance, Clémie. <laughs> bon voyage. <laughs> I'd like to be French. I'm putting them off the scent. Yeah, yeah, yeah I can it's... see that's very I'd fit in well in France, I've got a French name. <laughs> is is Clemmy French? Clementine. Telford. We, we. Oh, no, it's fantastic. And and since uh, we saw you last, I think you alluded to that earlier, we put you off alcohol. And you've how long are you sober now? Two and a bit years. And how, how's that working out? I love it. <laughs> Good. It's, I, it's the best thing I've ever done for myself as an adult. Really? Yeah. Oh, is it? So is it more, more than you thought it's cracked up to be? So much more. I think this is where this always happens when I come on your podcast. I said to my friend just now before I, I left, I come across as so worthy once I get on it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> no, no, but took his <laughs> bit of shit. All right. Well, if it makes you, if it helps, I would say in your defence, you never bang on about being sober unless you're asked you never try and force it on anyone else uh, you'd have a good fucking job with us anyway yeah but, and like we we've you know we go to parties and it's just not a thing right it's yeah just not, although it's not a thing at the recent party we went to i did ask the waiter if they had any special non-alcoholic drinks and he said he had a lemonade okay. <laughs> come on lads <laughs> I, I, I was at a lunch with someone who's not drinking um a few weeks ago and she asked for an, we were having espresso martinis yeah. and she asked for espresso martinis without like like non-alcoholic and i was like i think that's a coffee <laughs> in a different glass yeah. yeah maybe cold but yeah yeah I sobriety is the best thing I've ever done mm. hands down to feel consistently good it alcohol was terrible for my mental health which loops back to a previous episode I did about anxiety I pretty much don't have anxiety anymore and mm. to feel clarity all the time is a good thing Mm. And you were, you were, if you don't want to, you were a big drinker. Like, you were a party girl. Yeah, I was. I was. And again, not to get too serious, but I thought that was pretty normalised to drink to the point of memory loss, to, yeah, to drink an awful lot. And I now realise that when you drink a a lot, you just hang out with other people that 
drink a lot and mm. you think that that's normal, but there's a load of people that don't drink. Mm. Children, for example. Yes. They're not usually big drinkers. <laughs> no, dogs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you've really brought into your... Uh, <laughs> You range of company, I see. They're clearly nice one. Um, so, how did you do it for, for anyone who is interested? Was it you especially so curious? Yeah. So curious, yeah. What have you dabbled in that? Haven't I you, have. You I, I, did, I did. I did three weeks without. I mean, that's, I that's you, barely sober inquisitive, to be honest. Should I talk you through that? Yeah. That really big time? No. I, look, it was good, and we always say when we've had a bit of time off booze, you feel great. Feel great, isn't it? Yeah. Annoying. How fabulous! Yeah, you do. That's the thing. I gave up because I was, I wasn't really agreeing with me. I thought I would do a month, and I felt so different in myself. Because when you get a consistent good sleep, which you do when you don't drink, mm. when you're not eating crap which you do when you've been drinking and then I was consistently exercising because I was never feeling hungover those three things add up to something pretty big mm. so have you got any strategies for because when I have uh, been off the booze either you know usually because we've got a big because it's different when you're pregnant like yeah that's easy that and everyone be... understands it but it can mm. be tricky if we've got a big project or something or you know funny enough I found that alcohol doesn't make you funnier uh, so like no. if you've got to go up and write jokes the no, next no. day it's tough isn't it but then you have this weird thing where people do, is there still a stigma around it do you still get people sort of poking you and trying to get you to drink or you know, more respectful now two things number one once people know that you mean it then they don't they don't poke right. you anymore because I think that, you know, I used to be the person that used to poke people because you think there's a chink in their armour but once people are like you're not, you're not doing it, you're not doing it and the only people that really give me a hard time which is so few it's usually a bit of a reflection of them yeah is what i found yeah and then it's so surprising the people that do come up to you and try and talk to you about it often when they're hammered be like i'm interested in giving up drinking i'm like all right (laughs) let's talk about this tomorrow when you're not on repeat of like looping the same conversation Mm. yeah and I think we, we take responsibility for our part in that drinking culture, especially around mums. We've done plenty of pictures of us <laughs> sloshing pints of wine around and that, and, and we mm. like it. But also we have like, we do still have jokes in our in our show about drinking and wine and stuff, but over the years we have toned it down a bit mm. and been more aware. And not, we used to, in fact, we had a, dr- a joke in the pre-lockdown show, didn't we, about Christmas and like, oh, what, what do you hate about Christmas? Oh, people who don't drink. Oh, why don't you, have you got a meeting to go to later? Oh, no, I want you to have a drink so that I can can feel better about my own life and shortcomings <laughs> and terrible habits and that's, that's and that would always get a laugh but it was one of those laughs yeah, that was a little bit because yeah, it, there's some you know, truth in it yeah so what strategies do you have for for getting getting through those thing is when you talk about this it's very nuanced and people are very particular about it and you know when there's people come through extreme recovery they can be funny about someone like me who wasn't in the depths of a drinking problem but i I was. Drinking. You weren't outside Weatherspoon's 9am knickers around your head. That wasn't you. I mean, I think versions are close <laughs> to that. That's the thing. You do yeah. look back. I do look at the, my very drunken pictures or some of the stories and be like, oh, wow. Um, but mm. my strategy is just sometimes just put put off having that drink because I often found that I wanted to drink at like eight or nine o'clock mm. and then if I just like went and had a bath or probably ate chocolate or did something else actually by like half nine ten I'd kind of gone off the idea and then you go to bed and then you have that that smug feeling the next day when you feel great yeah. do that a couple of times and and yeah and then you see you just need to retrain it's a bit like exercise you need to retrain your mind to try and remember the good bit mm. even though every time you have to go oh god why would I not want to drink or why would I want to exercise but you do feel great afterwards 
Yeah. yeah. And, and and when you get those gains, I hate that word, yeah. but, you know, when you get those sort of bonuses, it's like, um, yeah, like exercise or any of that thing, it just pushes you... Further that, into it. Yeah, exactly right. And it's the, that first month or so that is really hard because yeah. you feel like you're losing everything yeah. rather than what you're gaining. And but I then in the end, yeah. yeah, the reason why people are sometimes smug and sober is because you do feel really great you are poisoning your body over and over again all right all right (laughs) okay you asked me you asked me i tried not to do this I know, I know. I'm listening. I'm taking it. Apple spritz is like drinking hydrochloric acid. That's how bad it is for you. That's what you're saying, isn't it? Exactly that. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Just lick a battery. Um, No, I'm really incredibly proud of you, and and also, and I think it, you know, the more of the overarching theme of this podcast and what you do is about being really honest and laying yourself bare, which is not easy and I know I, I feel like you know we always talk about insta mums and the honest face of parenting but it, it is very confronting when you've yeah. shared something very deep and dark with essentially strangers on the internet yeah and it's funny when you said peck mama and I cringe and actually recently I went back to the early bit of my feed because I was trying to work out a bit of where the next chapter is going and there's stuff that does make me cringe now when I look back but that was me at that moment like five or six years ago and I think it's quite natural that I look at it and feel weird because I've grown and changed and learnt and the industry's changed mm. but yeah it, it, sometimes you're just like I can't believe I've, this is out in the public domain but it's all therapy for me to be honest mm. yeah yeah and, and I think the community the community that you've built is is, is very supportive yeah yeah they are. I had someone message me this morning saying I've, I've woken up with a hangover again I've had enough you've inspired me to give it a go and someone last week said I'm six months sober because of you Oh, that's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty it's powerful. Driving people away from drinks in 2019. <laughs> yeah. Telford, that's me. Um, and you've got, and you've, and so you've got no anxiety. So, do you attribute the fact that your anxiety's gone to to yes. sobriety? Yeah, I really wow. do. I think so few. That's the bit that does trouble me in in this community. Like the the mummy drinking culture, which we all know, is often paired with with this talk about anxiety and mental health. And we, I think, people really need to understand how much they come hand in hand. One more serious bit and then I'll stop. I think that alcohol is like shapewear, the emotional equivalent of shapewear. So if when you put a drink in your mouth, you're feeling stressed or angry, you feel great afterwards. But the next morning, that has got to come out and appear in some other way. And it, it comes out with with bad mental health. Those feelings mm. don't go anywhere just because you don't feel them for a couple of hours. Mm. No, no, no. I... I utterly utterly agree and also when you're going through um difficult times like you know like when i went through my separation that was the first thing i thought but i need a drink i need to smoke i need to punish my body in all those sort of ways and it's really and that's when you become really vulnerable and then the next day that's when you get the weeps yeah you do because you've sort of you have to double whammy yeah it's it almost condenses that you know yeah yeah, the the hard bit about it is you when you are feeling those feelings you've got nowhere to hide other than yeah i do probably eat more chocolate you have to just really sit in those uncomfortable feelings sometimes which isn't fun but it is healthy in some ways Mm. Mm. Yeah. I'm trying to find a, a balance. I do love alcohol, to be honest. I do love the yeah. way it makes me feel, but I also love the taste. I love the flavour. Yeah. I love yeah. wine with a meal. I love yeah. having a glass of wine while I'm making a risotto and all that mm. shit. So I don't... And I don't have anxiety, so I don't think I need or want to give it up. But I also think I probably still drink too much. So but as long as you're aware, I think it's just like you've got to think about that moment when you're pouring the drink. What is mm. going through your head? If you're like, oh, I'm cooking, I'm making this 
this moment nicer mm. and rather than trying to escape something or shut something out that's a big difference yeah and I drink a lot of vodka on Friday nights when I play my yes. video games on Twitch with my, my <laughs> Twitch friends mind, mind blowing subculture uh, mm. but again I think that's that is fun and that is part of letting off a bit of steam steam on the stream yeah. and that's like and it's quite good to have that going alright well you know it's not like oh well it's, it's Monday it's like no Friday is, is yeah. for it's smash conscious, smash smash it? mm. and I do find it a I would find it very hard not to come off stage and not have a pint of lager or cider because that feels like... I have, yeah. I have done it, yeah. but um, that feels like a reward and a treat. I don't know how healthy that is, though. Mm. I don't know. What do you think? Or- no, I, I really like that, too, because you, you're pumped full of adrenaline and yeah. and, it, and it's a symbolic kind of thing. It's like, I have earned that or, yeah. you know, I'm sitting down with a beer and going, I've just done something really big and, and you know... So it's not the same with the fizzy water. It yeah, really no. is. So if you're a comedian, it's fine to be an alcoholic. That's basically what we're saying. The same yeah. with smoking. I feel like it's like the zero calories thing, <laughs> and like I'm not going to get lung cancer because it was a it a was a one. it was a fun cigarette. Oh, uh, yeah, smoking is great though, isn't it? Oh, I love it. Yeah, I wish it wasn't bad for you. Oh, see, I've got. I gave up smoking like 15 years. I've the thought of having another cigarette makes me feel ill. Does it? Yeah, I don't really mind the smell of it. No, weirdly, I've just taken out everything fun in my life. So no, you good. have not. You have now become an upstanding citizen. No, you've become more you. Well, you true. become it's, it's, yeah it's true and also you can lift really fucking heavy shit okay. and and that I think is the the big story because yeah. you can still do that like I'm lifting heavy things I'm still drinking and smoking yeah. <laughs> so, good so there, there we are <laughs> so you I've never done strength training what is what is the what's the what do you get out of it why but why but why do you I do think it? the moment when you've got to move something you've got to commit your whole body and brain to it so in that thing you can't be thinking about anything else and then the physicality of moving a heavy weight flushes your system with something, so you just get this complete blankness for a moment, which you don't mm. get in many other situations. No, no, mm. it's very meditative, and um, you have to engage everything. It's not just about arms or legs. Like we do in the powerlifting course I did, like it was all about pelvic floors and breathing mm-hmm. and core, and we do all the other body conditioning stuff. Mm-hmm. Before you do that act of just bending over and lifting it having it yeah and that's what i like it's really kind of holistic but i like yesterday we were lifting heavy weights she got a pb she got a pb i got a pb i lifted nike peanut butter sandwich yeah it was so good um but yeah a woman lifted uh 100 kilos and and the the roar of all the other women around Mm. them and i just thought jesus that's good that is oh delicious and it was just it was great and I think you know there's so much else going on in your life when that's just like the focus it's really great yeah and I think as a woman I you know we've all had whatever relationship you've had with your body I never really I never really understood that I'm really strong Mm. (laughs) I'm really strong and that feels really badass in her book Stronger by uh, Porna Bell talks about like as a woman knowing that you can especially if you find yourself single for any reason that you can move a wardrobe or carry off suitcases or do that stuff mm. that feels good yeah yeah i interviewed porna for my book and she said she went and did a powerlifting competition and then when she walked down the street a group of men were, were coming towards yeah. her and she, she said usually she would dip her head and walk to the side and she just walked straight on and yeah. she said that that is what powerlifting gave yeah. her sense of purpose sense of kind of who she was but also it just shifted kind of the, the status mm. that she felt um and i thought god that is something kind yeah. of magical i can probably lift more than you and i can definitely lift you up that's why i was yeah think. the higher up i go i went oh lifted ellie last yeah, exactly. week lifted you know one of my lovers the other week you know like i'm like oh, oh go, yeah 90 kilos i could lift him over my head yeah, now it's good isn't it yeah mm. <laughs> i think that's really fun yeah yeah, yeah. especially when we used to do um 
uh, what's it called, the end of our show where I used to lift Ellie up. Uh, you know. Yeah, you was... did it for 25 nights in Edinburgh. She put me on her shoulder for yeah, 25 no, nights. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, throw up in the air. I could do the proper lift this time. Yeah. <laughs> amazing, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I was recently told by a psychotherapist, not in a session, but during a lunch, that I walk around like I've got a massive dick between my legs. So uh, <laughs> maybe I don't need any more That's of that. No, I think I can. <laughs> That's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it well, your, the, your composure is like more masculine energy. Yes, basically. Uh, it was interesting and because she was saying we were talking about how after our shows we don't do them at the moment because of covid but we used to do meet and greet right mm-hmm. so um and the the audience who's mostly mums uh would would come and sometimes we do get people who are really upset and they and they cry mm-hmm. um and they tell us that we've meant a lot to them and whatever and that's lovely and they're usually going through something whether yeah. it's a separation or whatever anyway um but very often they will gravitate towards me and they want to cry on me which i found I find quite strange because although, as you know, Clemmy, I am deep down actually quite a nice person. Yeah, you are. On the stage, my persona is quite high status and it's mm. quite rough and abrasive and cynical and hard. Mm. Whereas Helen is the affectionate, soft, lovely, like cuddly a massive cushion. Yeah, a lovely cushion. Thank you. Uh, so I was like, why do these people choose me? And she said, uh, first of all, she said, "You don't want to know." And I was like, "No, I do." <laughs> and she was like, "Because you have this. Because they think you're like a man." Uh-huh. And they think you can take it. You're strong. You're, that you can lift them up and support them. And that's what they want. And you walk around like you have a massive penis <laughs> between your legs. And I was like, I was quite... I'm going to sit with that. I had to sit with it. And I was quite... I genuinely... I feel quite flattered. I feel flattered and proud yeah. of that. Which in itself makes me a little bit... Yeah. worried and guilty because I'm not but I'm really proud to be a woman and I'm a feminist and I yeah. believe that women are just as strong and good as men so why should why do I feel flattered that that's her yeah. but why that's the next yeah, one I'm really trying to why, 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 why you're an interesting one people you're a hard one for people to read you could just say weirdo you could just say no, you're, you're, no, you're I don't think, I think that, but every time I think I know you I learn something that just is like, oh, right, I've now got to rejig that into who oh, I yeah. think. Oh, I'm a fucking onion, mate. You are an onion. Do you know I'm a qualified <laughs> speaker? Yours is yours, the obvious. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I got what you. What is the opposite <laughs> of an onion? <laughs> a banana. <laughs> <laughs> an aubergine. Oh, who I thought you were straight away is exactly who you are. Yeah, yeah I would. Yeah, I just don't ever shut up about myself. So that, that, but, no, but, no, no, but, no. But, but it's interesting... Um, I'm the most. I remember I was so embarrassed. I had like such anxiety about this. About a year into me, uh, meeting Ellie, we were rehearsing, and we were, we were you know, just in a kitchen. I turned to her and I said, "Oh, Ellie, last night I had a dream that you had a penis, and everything, <laughs> everything kind of went weird." What was I supposed to say to that? What was what was she doing with her penis? No, it was just that she went. She like unzipped her trousers and said, "I've got a penis," right. and I was like. Oh, okay. Well, fair enough. Yeah. It was just a really strange dream, but now it's just sort of triggered that. She also has previously told me I look like Bob Geldof, <laughs> Clemmy. So um, let's let's take it this what you will. I've just had a flashback to a conversation we had when we were recently about nipples. Oh, and I was saying I'm not. I was saying that I think I want a boob reduction, and yes, and that you can sometimes lose the feeling in your nipples. Oh, and right. you were you were quite defensive about that. Well, I was like, why, why would you want to lose? Yeah, and, yeah, lose the feet. I love having feet. Yeah, in your nipples. that's exactly what you said thing. to me. Yeah, I was like, I'm not bothered. Mm, oh no! Strokes. Oh god, I think about that every day. What? What? Having my nipples played with? Yes, please. <laughs> yeah, every day. Yes, yeah, quite a lot. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's different people like different things. Not, yeah. No, it's not that I don't like that, but is it? If I had my boobs reduced, would that be a all right exchange? I think for me it would. But you're passionate about it, so are you. But I went. I was having this conversation with someone else the other day. Who's she's got a very young toddler, so she's still she's not long finished breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. 
and yeah, like Min Helen, she enjoys having a you Who know fiddle with like, a, like an old radio. Yeah. But um, uh, since breastfeeding, this happened to me. Even after I stopped breastfeeding, I couldn't stand my nipples being touched or certainly anything yeah. else because I was because that it had a had a muscle memory of this yeah. of associating it with my child and milk and all of that, and it yeah. took me actual years. Yeah, frankly, maybe that's to let it. Go maybe I'm that. too far. Yeah, because breast is Yeah, I don't know. But for anyone listening, it did it did come back, and now, as I say... And Helen thinks about yeah. it every day. Yeah, yeah, no, I did, yeah massively. Yeah, yeah, let's with... see if you can find Radio 6. That's what I'm saying to you, on a, even though it's FM. Um, oh, gosh, well, we've done strength training, sobriety, nipple twiddling. Oh, my God, uh, We've established I'm an onion. Did I ever tell you I'm a qualified dive master? So you really? didn't know that. Yeah, she didn't know so that. It doesn't surprise me anymore, though. Nothing surprises me about you. Yeah. <laughs> so now what's what's your next big challenge you've done the giving up drinking you've done the strength training what's next CT? i'm gonna give you a serious answer which is to try well two things i'm trying to stop putting challenges mm. in all the time i realize that that is something that i love brene brown talks about you have to check in with yourself if you're better at giving up things than you are at abstaining at them so i'm very good at quite hard lines on stuff like now i do this and now i do that wait wait hang on what's the difference between giving up and abstaining abstaining is having not abstaining moderation sorry good word on for correcting me so yeah she talks about if you're better at um giving up than you are at moderation then you've got to ask yourself some questions so i'm very good at that's it it's over or mm. now I'm doing weightlifting and I'm obsessed about it and I'm going to try and get big, big numbers. I'm going to try and just cruise a bit and not keep trying to do big challenges all the time. Mm, that's very nice, man. I'm, that's, not, I'm no. not going to be very good at it. I'm, my palms are sweating as I'm saying it. But you know what I mean? I'm being goal, very goals-orientated. Yeah, and you get that high. Yeah. And, that's, and, and you know, I think, I think that's really good. Because I, I used to shy away from having goals because I was afraid that I would fail at them. Yeah. So I would always convince myself, I was like, oh, I don't need to lose weight or I don't need to run very fast. Or, I, you know, I I, I thought that that's, you know, I'm sort of the opposite. Because really? I'm quite good at moderating because I always do a little bit of this and a little bit of that. You never commit too much. Yeah, but now that I'm doing, you know, these other things, I'm sort of going the other way where, like, it's okay to have goals and, and you, you're going you're gonna to do it. So that, that, but that kind of scares me and I'm kind of used to being, oh, don't worry, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Don't, Which I way don't do you ladder on that? Uh, I definitely not. I like a project. I yeah. like a thing. I like to learn. I love learning new shit. And yes. it took me years to even realise that. And then I look back on all the shit I've learned over the years and all the nutty courses I've done. Some which I've stuck with, some which I haven't. But um, no, I'm not giving you any more food. <laughs> Sorry, you like it? Yeah, you like a thing. I like a thing. Mm. But I think my thing is also I'm a video gamer. I I like to sometimes for me it's about completing the game. So it's about maybe maybe it's not always maybe learning that it's not always about completing the game so I'm learning Italian yeah. don't know how to talk about it but maybe I'm maybe I've accepted that I'm never going to be yeah. fluent in Italian and that's I don't need a degree yeah. in it but I do I do like to keep going and 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 so just Same. adjust goals and make them realistic I'm gonna run this bloody marathon oh, yeah. which will be yeah, for years but I also understand that I'm 43 and my you knees aren't great and I've done time. the marathon I'm not gonna sign up for Paris and New York mm. and Boston like I know a lot of people do mm. I've seen a physio and he's like you can run one marathon and that's going to be your lot and, not, and I've made peace with that and gone that's alright yeah but it's not that it's not natural it, like I'm yeah I'm the same I'm, if I'm doing something I'm obsessed to, with the next one and the next one and the next one like, I, as you know as I always talk about I do CrossFit and I was just trying to get better and better and better and then you're just like I'm not going to be a competitive CrossFitter so why do I just try and enjoy this a little bit more yeah mm. rather yeah. than push 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 so yeah I 
I haven't got any big plans. So, mm. Although I spoke to an explorer on my podcast last week and she's like sailed the Atlantic, she's rode around the UK and she challenged me to do a 24-hour solo. So 24 hours in... Nature. Well, I mean, you've been red raw. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. 20 Very hours. sweaty. Just... 24 hours in nature on my own. <gasps> oh, wow! And I was like, okay, that that's... A... You did that in the Lake District, so right? I just was some friends, yeah. I've just got into hiking, like a cliche. Amazing, yeah, yeah. Oh, Have you, you cold hiking? water swimming? Yeah. yeah. It is just walking, isn't it? Should we just call it walking? Yeah, that was one of my nutty projects. When I, just before I got married in 2010, me and my dad did the coast-to-coast walk. So that's 192 miles so across the done something. You, you definitely always do go big if it's you're doing onion. something, yeah, but yeah, that's yeah, what I want to do. But like, yeah, but coast-to-coast was brilliant. But basically for us, I'm sure you would take it more seriously, but for us it's basically a pub crawl because it's just like, I mean, it's just through Yorkshire, the Lake District. And you can, you, know. you can do some really good snacking, can't you? Oh, the Scott, I had a cream tea every afternoon. Yeah. It was the best oh. two weeks of my life. Well, when, on the first day we went up, we came down and there was people having dinner at 4.30 we're like what are these people what are they doing next day came down yeah we'll have dinner at 4.30 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> excellent just have a big meal mm. yeah, yeah. have you done it no no but I love walking and I love I, I really do um, <laughs> want to do those sort of things but I've also booked a week in Ibiza at the end of August with my single friend who's called Garana we're going to have a lovely time yeah you are You're, so yeah yeah anyway <laughs> I'll live vicariously for you and I'll, I'll sit with the cream tea. God, now I want to do coast to coast. You see, I can't help myself. No, I, want... I want to make scones. Uh, that's all I want. Yeah. Oh, while maybe, drinking glass of wine. Will, maybe I'll ladder that up to Coast to coast is amazing. Yeah, I there would. you go. My, my thing I'm going to do is just gone out the window. I'm just going to set another challenge. Coast to coast. I'm yeah. 40 next year, so I'm having a life crisis about that. You yeah. don't need to. 40's great. Yeah, 40's... but did you feel funny coming up to it? A little bit, but, but it was a really great time in that Ellie and I were just about to hit a peak um, with our careers, and it was forty was the year that we went to Edinburgh and yeah, so like all one. that sort of stuff. So it was really good, and we started training for the marathon and all sorts of things, mm. and it sort of um, felt like it was all going to kick off. So I, I liked it. I, lo- I adore being in my forties. Yeah, like, yeah, it's great. I, I don't, I, I don't. I've, I've a real thing, but I don't. I'm tight, tight. Time passing, I don't yeah. understand why that's a problem. I don't no. understand Botox and all that stuff. I'm like, we we age, we're humans. That's oh, what I, I want, I want to try it all. Oh yeah, stick I'm it in hundred percent on the fence about it. Yeah, yeah. I don't care if other people yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. Them. But personally, I'm like, well, I'm 43. Why am I, I trying to pretend like I'm not? I, I look don't. like I'm 43. Yeah, and that's that's all right. I'm all right with that. Mm. I look like Bob Geldof as well. I mean, I can't change that. No amount of Botox is going to change that, is it? No, and you've got a phantom penis. Yeah. <laughs> I've got, I don't know, a baby tooth went out. Yeah, the other what day, happened? Yeah. Uh, I had a baby tooth in there. It just fell out after forty-three years. The day after my son's first tooth went out in exactly the same place. Kind of weird, isn't it? Ten minutes before we went on stage. Did the, yeah. did so the tooth relaxing. fairy come? I told her to put uh, it under the pillow. Yeah, we, we forgot the tooth fairy last night. Um, Everybody does on the football. Yes. Yeah. I think you should just Things are very busy out there. We just blame everything on Boris Johnson and our family. We're like, Boris! The thing is, who has cash these days? No one has cash. No, exactly right. Exactly. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. But anyway, Clemmie Telford, tell us about your new book. Okay. Yes. I always wish I was better at this bit now. You know, the spiel. You've had White House <laughs> You're so on British. Anna White House like, on recently. Oh, He's always know. like fiery yeah. on this. Okay. Um, but why... The full title is How to Answer Tricky Questions from Kids and Have an Honest Conversation with Yourself. I took 34 tricky questions from kids, like, but why is there blood on the toilet? But why won't she be my best friend? But why does why do they look different from me? But why do people get divorced? But why do you have to have a job? All those kind of massive, massive subjects. Hmm. Talk to a load of experts, both experts in their field, but experts by experience, and try to answer the questions. But actually... What happened is I just realised more about the process of thinking and being curious than I did about answering the questions. Mm. It's really good, but I think I think they're the thing. I mean, and Ellie nailed it. So British is so it is so much of our culture, is it? Well, it's just because we yeah. don't we don't talk about money, we don't talk about this, or you know, um, you know, divorce is hard, but we don't want to talk about that either. But you know, actually, unpicking it all is so cathartic yeah. and so important. And children are the best for that. And I like the fact that you do have really honest and difficult conversations with your children because it does challenge you yeah mainly that's because although the i'm trying to answer them for kids it ends up being me as an adult trying to go through each of those things and actually work out what you think and i think over the last year particularly we've all been busy regurgitating other people's thoughts on stuff and sharing a post on instagram is not learning about a subject it's not working out what you think and it's not educating yourself Mm. and that's what we all need to do stop and and do some actual thinking, which we don't do very much anymore, I don't think. No, we only read headlines. We don't. We don't take Click time. answers. Yeah, I finished a book the other day, and I, I felt like oh. I needed a certificate because I'm so bad. I'm just my concentration is shit since well, well, having children and then the lockdown, and then actually going. I'm going to read a physical book. I'm From not going to the end. I'm not going to do Audible. I'm going to buy a book, and and I was like, I was like, oh yeah, that's sort of that's what that felt like. Yeah, put it on the shelf. It's a it's a sort of like those sort of physical yeah. experiences are now kind of you know even like going to the shops and stuff everything's on my phone or like oh I need that dress and I need that click 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 it's, here now. it's all very immediate yeah 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 I've, I think I was saying to you earlier but I, what I'm struggling with is as, as the world sort of gets back to fucking new normal whatever you want to call it but as as we're going out a bit more mm. like I'm struggling with like I remember like going oh I don't want to be as hectic and as stressed and have packed my diary of all the things and yet here we are it's all happened again but mm. there's a part of me that's like oh but you know if uh, we might get locked down again mm. so we've got to go out and do all the things now we've got to do all the holidays and the meals and all the things because otherwise it might mm. be fucked yeah it's a weird place to be in isn't it yeah are you struggling with that well, I also heard someone on Instagram talk about this. We've all changed a lot in the last year and then we've tried to go back to our old lives and then it doesn't quite fit because, yeah, as you say, you might not want that bit anymore. The friendship groups have changed, you've changed. And we need a bit of a time of integration, basically, to try and... Oh, that's no, just my cat. To try and settle down with it. The boys are fighting, sorry. 
Oh, they're trying to integrate. Well, that's, that's Frederico's tiger cat, and that's my cat. Get out! <laughs> anyway, sorry. Yeah, so it's, it's a funny old time, isn't it? Or but, not? But, uh, yeah, but at least people are talking now, and I think yeah, yeah, you know, I think you know, and that's the great thing about your book. It's a lovely prompt, and and also, I think sometimes we just face things when they when they're immediately in front of us, and I, you know, especially when I became instantly divorced I didn't think about getting divorced but actually I should have thought about yeah. that because there's like a one in two chance that I'll get divorced and that's and we, we shouldn't feel afraid to, talk, to about talk about it or face it or, or think about it because it might happen and it, that's not a bad thing to have it yeah it's that so conversation true with yourself and also the biggest I think generational shift is I feel like my parents just used no offence mum and dad not that you listen to this but they just used to make it up if they didn't know the answer they'd just blag it whereas I really try in the book to say to people if you don't know say you don't know like don't try and come up with a quick fire made up answer which is what we often do especially if they're asking the as you're trying to put them to bed you're starving just like going to give you a quick answer and shut you up and move on but mm. just say I don't know let me come back to you let me have a think about it let me google that for you yeah. that's what I like to say yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> let me look on Instagram and then I'll come back with an answer or not we'll never talk about it again but you know what I mean or, or just go uh, uh, Alexa that's yeah. <laughs> oh look I've woken yours up now oh dear. sinister isn't but it but it's a bit it's a bit like like my kids hear things from friends now that they're sort of 10 and 12 and they go what's a dildo and what's a 69 and things mm. like that and what's an orgasm and um, and you have to answer it's it's a hard one to answer age appropriately yes exactly that that's it well especially around the sex questions what my research suggests is that kids will take on the amount of information that is appropriate for their age mm-hmm. so I, and I saw that happen with my boys when they both asked Woody who's younger quite quickly moved on Bertie asked a few more questions and, and then mm. took it so yeah but and of course as the old joke goes if your child does ask you uh, what an orgasm is you say I don't know ask your father (laughs) put that in your book (laughs) stick that in your book (laughs) so But Why by Clemmie Telford excellent excellent book very thought provoking uh, and it's out it'll be out now by the time this comes out 22nd of July yeah, lovely so stuff. out now and you can get it from bookshops, you can get it online. Yeah. <laughs> People places. know where to buy books! <laughs> you have to say it though, also available, audiobook and as Helen will attest, audiobooks oh, are hard. Awful. That's a really <laughs> hard thing to do. I don't know say, why you people aren't outsourcing this to me with my BBC voice. Ellie, Ellie uh, did her bit of the book and just it. I found it so impossible. Oh, it's like my tongue enlarged, mm. I could feel every touth mm. in my mouth, mm. I was going... Uh, 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 couldn't couldn't get couldn't get the words out. I've got quite a few fancy words that there. Seriously regretted it because I couldn't I can't say, say them. No, I know we had to change. I couldn't say accompanying, and I couldn't you say. Still can't say it, mate. I still can't say it. So we we changed it to joining. <laughs> and um, accompanying. And what's another word for cheering you on? Championing. <laughs> Championing. No, you're championing. Championing. You're too many letters. Championing. 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 Can you say champion? Champion. Can you say ing? Ing. Championing. 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 Cannot say it. So we we said cheering me on. Yeah, great. All your friends. Championing. I know. I kept saying that. Cheering me on. So we had to. Why am I so stupid? Oh my god. And then we had to change it is to it's. You can say it. Okay. Let us say it's. You can't it, say it is. It is. It is. You can say that. Yeah, I know, but it, I think I think by then they were trying to shorten it. Yeah, because... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, 
I had to add an extra day to my audiobook recording because I couldn't get the words out. Oh, it's so painful. Oh, it's horrid. And then I cried a lot of the time. Did you? Because yeah. of what you were reading, mm. or because you were feeling stupid, or both? No, no, because of uh, you know I was reliving the greatest trauma of my life. Yeah, yeah. In a small booth. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you know Tammy. She recently she's going through a divorce. She doesn't really mention it. She doesn't like to talk about it very much. But it is a true, about true story. Clemmy's yeah, um, podcast. But anyway, a um, successful podcast. But by 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 Clemmy's book, it's excellent. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much. But why? Because it's good. Excellent. <laughs> now, we have a sponsor for the Scummy oh, Mummy Confessions. I am energised by this sponsor, Ellie, because they're batteries. Yes. Clemmy, how do you feel about batteries? Um, they're very useful, aren't they? Big fan. Big Clemmy Telford, big fan of batteries. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, stick that in your book. Uh, yes, we're big fans of Eneloop batteries, and specifically, we're big fans of Eneloop rechargeable battery packs, aren't we, Helen? They're absolutely excellent, because I have a son who is using up AA, AAA batteries all the time, yes. right? All the time because of his Xbox, let me specify. And I just, I'm churning through them all the time. Mm-hmm. And then we got these in-loop um, rechargeable packs the other day. And I'm like, oh! <gasps> My life has become easier. Yes, and always of course, you have batteries. your own uh, collection of personal toys, which take batteries, which also yes, I know. Powering through, so to speak. I, uh, I am happy for so many reasons. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, these white and loop batteries are really good. You can discharge and discharge these and loop batteries up to guess how many times, Telford? I, I don't even know. Go on, have me. a guess. Have a guess. Oh, no, I think the way Come on, make it eight. fun. Make it fun. Eight. Eight! 2,100, <laughs> you absolute moron. What a fool. <laughs> and, and, this will be interesting to you. <laughs> but why? But why, Mummy, are we spending so much on rechargeable batteries? Because we're throwing them away every eight times we've used them because we're fucking idiots. What are you doing? I panicked. I panicked. This, 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 is, this is exciting for you because if you need to take something battery charged up a mountain, mm. they withstand extreme temperatures Perfect. from freezing mountain shots minus 20 degrees or hot summer days 40 degrees look at that Listen, wow perfect for me I'm always dealing with freezing mountain shots and not having batteries for those it is an absolute nightmare mm. so they're pre-charged with solar power they're ready to use they're made by Panasonic great bunch of lads why are you laughing at me I'm just <laughs> I'm doing, doing my work doing my work that's a terrible answer <laughs> <laughs> Panasonic make high quality products and this is my favourite product so far That's, who knows what else they're going to make oh, Eneloop good on you their batteries have a higher capacity compared to counterparts Helen but that's, that's bone your fucking mind isn't it <laughs> there you are and thanks to their stable voltage yes. which is what I look for in a battery mm-hmm. No, they are perfect for all kinds of devices at home and then they've put in brackets toys, comma, remotes in case you don't know what kind of devices take batteries so just to be clear there's two examples and I like the dot 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 I think that refers to the, the uh, yeah the yes. The box under the bed. Uh, no, they are good because they're good for the planet, you know, uh, which I'd quite like it if it didn't um, burn to a cinder uh, in my children's lifetime. So get some Eneloop Panasonic batteries. Absolutely. Go for it now. Yes. Um, you can, there's more information on the uh, Panasonic website, obviously, which is www.panasonic-eneloop.eu. Um, <laughs> just, just Google it. Just Google it. Eneloop. E-N-E-L-O-O-P. Yes, good good work. And you can recharge them, again, just to clarify, uh, 2,100 times, up to 2,100 times, not eight times, because if that was the case, they'd be shit. And they're not shit, they're great. They're absolutely excellent. They're the best batteries I've ever used. Yeah, listen, absolutely. I think Panasonic are going to give us twice the money when they hear that, mate. That's oh, fucking gold. Oh, that is good. That's gold. Excellent, good. Now, <laughs> Scummy Mummy Confessions. Scummy Mummy Confessions. Uh, how, who's got, who'd like to kick us off today? 
Am I meant to have thought of a confession? I'm sitting here panicking. Oh, well, I did. I that is the format of the podcast you have been on three times. <laughs> Last time I was on three and a half years ago. Right. You might prompt me beforehand with a no, briefing. Sorry, email. sorry. We don't like coming up with new ideas unless it's absolutely necessary. So, okay. Um, so I went to a birthday party, which we were all at the other mm-hmm. the other night. Um, and I, I, I did that thing where I said I was going to eat beforehand. This gets back to your drinking thing. And I did not. I did not eat beforehand. I got very excited. Oh, you said you were going to have a couple of boiled eggs. I did not. I was oh, too mate. busy. I was too busy. And then I drank all the champagne, all the fizzy wine. And then I had a nap on the sofa while everyone else was having a dance and Steph, our friend, don't buy her flowers, took a photo of me as I was passed out. Little sleep. I just can't do it anymore. I need to be able to pace myself. That's what I should should be able to do. But I didn't spew, so I feel very proud of myself. We, we weren't sitting next to each other, were we? I asked them to... Re- oh, thunder. thunder. I know. I asked them to replenish the bread basket. I ate on behalf of everybody else. Oh. Said, again, the joy of not drinking. I scoffed that food. Yeah. Oh. Gotta get the carbs in you. I can't think of any confession. I'm really sorry. That's all right. It's it's not us you've let down. It's yourself. So don't worry. Um, <laughs> have you have you ever done a wee or a fart or any kind of squidgy things at the gym? No, I have to go for a wee before doing anything involving jumping. So. Yeah, I did 20 seconds of skipping the other day, yeah. and I was like, oh, I'm going to leak. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's, that's probably yeah. yeah. That's where it is, skipping is the worst for really wees. hard. Yeah, I can run now, you know, twenty k, and not want to, not want to wee. But if I skip for twenty seconds, I won't. well, it depends where I am on my cycle as well. I think I think I need a, more before just before I come with my period around that oh, kind really? of time. Yeah, Fanny mm. gets a bit loose. Maybe. Maybe I like that you were trying to gently lead her into a confession. Then have you ever just shat yourself on public transport? <laughs> Fanny? No, like I've that? had to poo in the bushes at Peckham Rye a couple of times. Oh, have oh, you? Nice. On a run, yeah. Oh, I've really? About that before, love. No, tell us now. No, just that. Sometimes once you haven't you haven't got a window, have you? If you're running, you just like I've got to go for a poo about now. No, I usually I usually go to a toilet, Tammy. I don't. <laughs> I just can't. Oh wow, she get wow. That's wow. Cool. It's a public toilet in Peckham. I know. Yeah. Of course, I know that. There's a very public toilet now. <laughs> <laughs> Over the last year, I spent more time on Peckham Rye than is natural, same as everyone else. But yeah, yeah. Oh. Previously, had to, I was going to tell you the exact bush, but I went. Well, there we are, listeners. What an absolute savage Tammy Telford <laughs> truly is. But do you cover it up with leaves or yeah, leave it out? Leave, cover it up. Wow. Oh. God's not happy. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Oh. Oh. Is that your bum again? <laughs> yeah, I just have to. I, I just a bit farty. I had too much salad at lunch. Is that a thing? No. Okay, fair Did enough. Did you have some kind of bean with it? Yeah, yeah, a lot of grains. Oh, that's it. It's yeah. not the salad. No. It's a grain. Well, anyway, <laughs> thanks again to our sponsors, Eneloop Batteries by Panasonic. They're very, very good. You can recharge them up to how many times, Kemi Telford? 2,100. 2,100 times. Oh, my God. Get involved. Yes, they're good for the planet and, and uh, you know, people who use things that have batteries in. Good. Mm. Uh, that's that. Have we got, what is that noise? Oh, it's my emails. Your finger. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, I should have mentioned. No, yeah. don't worry, don't worry. Uh, anyway, there we go. Uh, uh, yes, we're on tour. Come and go on our website. Uh, <coughs> Sorry, by the time. I'm so tired. This is my life. Just farting, snorting, and coughing. That's it. And she's about misophonia. It's oh, always on the important bit. Oh, no. <laughs> 
Anyway, um, we're on tour, we're and on you tour. can up and down the country. You can get tickets if, and details from scummymummies.com. And if you when, when you're listening to this, I think it will be about two days before we go to Edinburgh. We're going to Edinburgh for four days, aren't we, mate? Yes. Lots of people said, "When are you coming up north?" And the answer is August. Yes. Come. Please do. Please yes. join us up there. Uh, Clemmie Telford's book, But Why, is out now. currently. Yeah. And I've got a book that's coming out uh, called Get Divorced, Be Happy. Please buy it. Yeah, it's it's really good. Mm. Uh, especially my part of the audiobook. Just just download that. Um, so that's, I think that's everything, isn't it? Yeah, thank you so much for coming thank back. Thank you, Clemmie. Lovely mean, to see you. But yeah, you really, we've really made that a lovely overarching packet where, package where we talk about one thing. We've talked about the most random collection of Nipples, stuff. Nipples, uh, walking, uh, batteries. Yeah. I mean, all the things. Grains. All rounded Grains. off with a fart. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So sorry. Thank you so much for listening. Do apologise. Until next time. Bye-bye. No. Uh, oh, sorry, I farted. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and not again. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. Why is it? Didn't you do that on Anna's book? Oh, I did that on Why Anna's Why is it when we have a woman coming on to talk about our book, you have to do a I fart? I know. It was just... It's because you're leaning right I forward. Just did, yeah, I got into a really good fart position. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.